From Salt Lake City, Utah, this is Heart of the Matter, where we are learning together how to walk the Christian walk in the age of fulfillment. I'm your host, Sean McCraney. Welcome to the short show, Monday night. This is something for your consideration that I've wondered about recently. But when we look at our physical births, generally speaking, and exceptions aside, most of us enter this world knit together in our mother's womb by the Creator, and we come in a very gentle environment with gentle care. Whether you're born in India or Afghanistan or Detroit or Reno, babes come into the world and are treated, generally speaking, gently. No matter what region of the earth and no matter what religion or religious environment their home contains, humans care for newborns and gently protect them from the realities of life until they are ready to face them. Muslim parents wouldn't take their newborn and lay it on a city street and let it fend for himself. Neither would a Christian, neither would a Jew. Um, uh, incrementally, we will expose our children to things uh, so that they can uh, adjust and assimilate to the surrounding environment. So with wise and loving child development in hand, everything is meted out with according to the abilities of the babe at hand. And that is what loving parents do is my point. Uh, Mormons will slowly integrate Mormonism into the life of their children. They start young and they start bringing Mormon ideas in. Muslims, Baptists, Hindus, atheists, they all do the same thing. They take their babes and they slowly integrate their belief systems into that child, all according to a reasonable time, usually gently, slowly, lovingly, usually, right? So I used to be of the evangelical opinion when I first became a Christian that when people die, they have this shocking, rude awakening that those people who rejected Christ in this life or who didn't know them are going to be met with Satan's laughing face. <laughs> and they immediately are thrown into this, this pit of hell where they're screaming and they're learning that their whole eternity is going to be uh, there in the pit of that fire burning and suffering and that God is happy to do that and uh, that Satan has captured their souls. And immediately when they die, they experience it. And the view and imagery was caused and created by things I was taught over the years and in my exposure to organized religion. But as I've matured, I, I've come to see, uh, it matured in the word, I've come to see the Lord God Almighty, I see him as a supremely loving uh, being over all creations, all of his creations. And hand in hand with this belief, I have also come to wonder if our deaths don't serve somehow as, uh, and don't become sort of a new birth for us. That just as we're born here of flesh on this earth, we enter into the world and we're cared for incrementally, kindly, uh, that at our death, we enter into the eternal realm as newborns there as well. And of course, we are gonna carry with us our soul and our mind, will, and emotion and uh, the things that we believe. But I've wondered about that. This is not to say that we're born infants, spiritual babies, but relative to God and, and the eternities, we are going to be microscopic in our development at that point. And 
uh, we may frankly bear some of the similar similarities of what we were here on this earth. And, uh, but we're going to enter there as spiritual babes. And scripture confirms in several places that we bring with us at death our souls, our minds, will, and emotion. And um, that those things have been forged by our experience if we grew up in Afghanistan or here in Utah or some other place in the world. We're going to bring with us some of that stuff, right? So taking all of this and then considering the, the content of, near, of several dozen near-death experiences from people of all faith claims, every kind of faith claim, I've looked at them. If they have any merit, we're just going to assume they do. They may not, but if they have merit, and I'm talking about real near-death experiences where people were dead for like 40 minutes, an hour, they were dead, heart-stopped near-death experiences from all uh, different deaths. It, it, it makes sense to me what we may experience at death. And it seems possible that when a person dies, the Lord God Almighty brings them, us, into the great beyond, and we're, we're newborns again, at least in, the, in a spiritual, eternal sense, and that He allows the biases and the prejudices that we gathered and maintained throughout our lives here to linger for a while. And, and he does this out of being considerate and kind and gentle in the transition period. And that this would account then for Muslims who have near-death experiences that surround the Muslim experience. And that Mormons experience Mormon things when they die. And born-again Christians experience born-again Christian things when they die. Because whether you know this or not, many near-death experiences are very consistent with the way the person grew up and believed. That's really a fascinating factor that at death or presumed death or what someone is experiencing as death, they are experiencing what is relative to their understanding is what I'm trying to say. So perhaps because we're entering into the heavenly realm as spiritual infants, the Lord God Almighty in His mercy gently allows us to see and experience these comforting, subjective environments that we expect to see due to our upbringing. And then ever so slowly, like a good parent, ever so gently, He allows us, as we would allow our children, to experience new things, exciting things, and different truths relative to to the eternities. And slowly we come out into the light of understanding rather than the abrupt screaming you're in hell or heaven experience. Perhaps he allows us to maintain our earthly prejudices and religious biases, all the while continuing to call and draw us to his side where the truth with a capital T resides. Perhaps for some there is a long journey to maturity and an ability to receive the truth, and it takes them a long time. And in their case, he will allow them, like he allows us here, time to disabuse ourselves of the false teachings that we have learned. Perhaps those who are received and grew up in the faith 
of Christ and really know him at death, immediately enter into God's presence where truth with a capital T is abundantly uh, manifest, but perhaps not with those who don't. I am more and more convinced that by and through Christ, the living God has had the victory over sin and death. And I subscribe to the passage in 1 Timothy 4.10, where Paul writes, For therefore we both, we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially those that believe. And that being that God is gentle, love, kind, he will not have, and he will not, according to scripture, have any perish, but all come to repentance. I have changed from the notion that at death, people are immediately tossed into a burning pit, screaming and terrified for eternity, uh, and, or, or with God and Satan laughing at them, and, but that he continues to allow us to be in our prejudices, to be where we are until he can bring us to that truth with a capital T. Give it some thought. Write your comments below. Pro or con, doesn't matter. Insights, questions. And we'll read them tomorrow night here on Heart of the Matter.